Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Tyler, and this week we are going to be talking about the Nanny Relief Fund, and to do that, I have brought on Rachel Lubin. Hello, Rachel. Hi, Martha. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's so wonderful to have you here, and I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm surprised I've not had Rachel on before. You're such a wonderful resource for the nanny community. Oh, thank you. I definitely remember like the first time I met you at I think Nanny Palooza a couple of years ago. And yeah. I've thought ever since then, how do I get on the show? Well, <laughs> now I am. Yes. Well, you we've done it now, and I I sincerely hope that this will not be the last episode we record together. Same, definitely. Th- thanks again for having me. Yeah. Well, before we get started talking about the Nanny Relief Fund, let's talk about your background. What is your nanny journey? Sure. Um, I went to college thinking I wanted to be a NICU nurse. Um, so, so I've definitely wanted to work with children forever. But very quickly, I realized that was not going to be my path. That was a lot of science and memorizing and not for me. Um, so I have a different degree. And after that, my first job out of college was working for Big Brothers Big Sisters. Uh, And I really love the organization and everything they do, but I was sitting behind a desk and that was not for me. Mm -hmm. So I decided to teach English abroad and I lived in China for a year and a half and taught English, but I was teaching to older students, like 17, 18, 19 year olds and realized that also was sort of almost, but not yet. So after that, I went to uh, the English Nanny and Governess School in Ohio and um, did their program for a few months. And then the past eight years have been various nanny and childcare jobs and positions. And I've worked all over the United States and Canada um, for Two kids, three kids, four kids. I've had a lot of different kinds of experiences. Um, A few years ago, I joined the board of directors for the International Nanny Association and have been volunteering and working with them for several years now. Um, And I try to attend as many conferences and events as I can. It's such a wonderful community, so supportive and diverse, and there's always something to learn and always something fresh to do 
Yeah, I really agree. And I feel like right now, especially, and, and we'll talk about this more with the Nanny Relief Fund, but I'm just so grateful to be part of a community of people that care and have empathy and are working to make the world a kinder place. It's really, really lovely. Absolutely. It's probably very unusual for people in other industries to be surrounded by caregivers because we care for other people every day, but that also means in our heart of hearts, we care for each other and care for kind of everyone to make the world a better place and, you know, a more hopeful future. And so that's probably unusual for people from the outside looking in thinking these people really take care of their own because that's who they are as a person in their heart and soul. That's who they are as people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I love it. Well, wonderful. Well, let's talk about the Nanny Relief Fund and just starting with what is the Nanny Relief Fund? Sure. The Nanny Relief Fund um, was launched this month, April of 2020, when the coronavirus COVID-19 epidemic uh, started showing all of the inequities in this world of, of nannying and domestic service. So the Nanny Relief Fund is a nonprofit that gives tangible support to nannies in times of need. We are here during the COVID-19 crisis, but we also very much so hope to be around for any future crisis because we know that there always will be one and there will always be a reason that nannies need support. Yeah, that's, that's so wonderful. And I think that's a really good point about nannies will always need a safety net because we're not really given one. Um, in a, in a lot of the laws and, and government. And so I, I think this is a really wonderful way to work towards that born out of emergency. But, right. but I, I love that idea that from this emergency, because a light is getting shown into all of these dark corners that we can take and look at them and start working to make them better. Right. I've described to our team several times that this has been needed and sort of talked about for a while, for several years at least. And it just really took a pandemic for it to um, start and, and get started and become as big. And, and in such a short period of time, we've been able to do so much, I think, because people are laser focused mm -hmm. on, on how vulnerable we are as a community. Yeah, yeah. So uh, how how did all of it start? Once once um COVID-19 started, the pandemic started spreading. How did it all start? Sure. It's funny because nannies um are a luxury. Everyone knows that we're kind of a luxury service for for families who uh who can afford us and who want us. Uh so we're not always the very first thing to go, but we're very quickly the second thing to go. And it's been very interesting for me to watch that this time. So in the middle of March, um, that's when lots of layoffs nationwide started happening for various companies and industries. And it started breaking my heart because I started knowing people outside of the nanny industry who were getting laid off. And I thought, um, 
this is really sad and it felt really hopeless. So I, one weekend was just sort of drowning my sorrows by watching the Broadway musical Rent, uh, yes. which is just such a wonderful, uh, it was, it's actually the movie version that I was watching yeah. and it's so powerful and hopeful and beautiful and sad and tragic, every emotion at the same time. Uh, and then the song Today For You came on, which is when this character named Angel uh, just sort of happened to make a lot of money one day and she gave it to her new partner to help pay his rent. And I thought, you know, that's such an interesting concept. I'm still working. A lot of my friends aren't. What if I went to work on Monday and thought, I'm going to work today and give all the money that I make today away, and then I'll work the rest of the four days a week for me. That is within my budget to do so. And I thought, this, this is the only thing I know what to do. This is the this is the only way I know how to help. I'm not a sewer. I can't make masks. I'm not a nurse. You know, I can't walk into a hospital and perform procedures. Um, I'm not in charge of supply chain. So this is the only thing that I thought I can do. I can just give a little bit of money away. So I made a video on a, a social media channel and some people reached out and it just, it felt like I was doing something rather than nothing. But then the very next week, um, sort of the last week in March, that was when it hit the nanny community because, you know, everyone gets laid off first and then they have to get rid of their, their luxuries and, and private childcare is one of their luxuries. So the last week in March, I saw the nanny community get hit particularly hard. Lots of furloughs, layoffs, just unprecedented amount of pain. And I realized that the nanny community was really where I needed to focus my efforts. So I made a post in a nanny Facebook group that said kind of the same thing. Who needs help? Um, leave, you know, one of your, like, your favorite payment option in the comments, and, and I'll try to help you. And if there's anyone out there that's still working, maybe you can just give a little bit of money to someone, you know, enough for groceries for the day or to not get their cell phone bill turned off or whatever it may be. And there was a really big outpouring of support and also a really big need like immediate the need was so immediate because nannies do have no don't have any safety net right there's there's not a retirement fund that comes with most jobs there's not any extra to pull from a lot of nannies are working paycheck to paycheck hand to mouth and that's just the nature of so much of this industry so uh by the end of that 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 monday um, I had been contacted by a nanny agency owner in North Carolina. Her name is Austin McFarlane, and she has the agency My Girl Friday. And she said, this is beautiful what you're doing. I want to help you. How can I help you? And I said, you know, there's this nanny. I've spent my, my dollars for the day. There's this nanny that needs a little extra money. 50 bucks would, would be great. And Austin said, okay, fine, but... I really, that's, we need to do more. This needs to be bigger. You can't run this on your own. You can't just give away 20% of your paycheck for the rest of forever. We need to make this bigger. What if we gave away, what if we found a way to give $50,000 away or $500,000? What if we got big corporations to help us so that nannies never have to worry about um, getting laid off? You know, there's always going to be a support fund. And I thought, that sounds great. Let's do that. <laughs> Not having any idea what that looked like or how much work that took. But um, she definitely sort of added fuel to the little tiny spark that I had. Yeah, that I, I love that story. And I saw your original post. Um, and I, I am lucky enough to be one of the nannies that is 
uh, still has a job. And so I went through and gave as much as I could, but it was so lovely to see the nannies that were vulnerable enough to ask for help which is so hard for us to model sometimes, I think. Um, I know for me it is, um, to, to really be vulnerable. And also then the immediate feedback of watching other nannies be like, I got you. I've, you know, like a, a little bit is coming your way right now, um, which makes such a big difference, not only so that you can go by the basic necessities that you need, but also mental health difference on both sides of, you know, I want to do something to help and being given this outlet through your work. And as we go, we'll talk about the work of, of everyone else on the team, but um, through your all's work, we now have this wonderful way to be helpful in, in, one of the best ways in that by working as a team, we're able to do more. Um, Absolutely. I think yeah. that several of the comments that stood out to me were actually people that couldn't do either. They either didn't, weren't in a desperate enough situation to need money, but they also couldn't give money. But I, their comments were largely about hope. Like maybe I don't need this help now, but it's, so hopeful for me to think if I do get laid off next week, there'll be someone out there that maybe possibly could help me. Or if I continue to be able to work, maybe possibly get, you know, a, a small raise out of this, maybe I can give help to someone in the future. And so I just thought that was really interesting that those sort of people in the middle ground really thought it, thought it was something hopeful to, to be surrounded by people who are givers, um, yes. which we are. That's, that's the nature of our work. We right. give ourselves away every day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, piece by piece. <laughs> um, that's so true. Uh, I I really I love that idea. So so tell me about the what happened once it started growing. So it sounds like you know you kind of planted this seed and then other people came along and and watered it and it 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 grew. So what were the next steps there? Absolutely. So I'm a full-time working nanny. I work 50 plus hours per week. Uh, like I said, I have um, board work to do with the International Nanny Association and my time is, is largely full. So when I was asked to, to sort of start spearheading this project, um, I knew and, I, and Austin knew that there was just no way for me to be as involved on an hourly level as this thing grew because that's truly what it was. We spent the first two and a half or three weeks, everyone was pretty much working 12, 14, 16 hour days on this, um, whether that was building out the website or talking to other people that could come on as, as advisors for us, um, gathering information, everything just it, it was so quick and so fast. I would be at work going in, checking, checking our, our message board and go, go home 10 hours later and things were drastically different. Um, and then we would get on a Zoom call for two hours several times a week to um, have some FaceTime and figure out some of our next big steps. And really that's still going on even today, even though we're um, about four weeks into this project. It's daily. My phone is pinging all the time. There's always a next Zoom chat. Um, so it's, it's been sort of a breakneck speed, like I said. 
Austin was very, um, Austin's just very smart and she knows how to build things and get things done. And she immediately brought on uh, three other people by the first four, four or five days, we were a team of five. Um, and she brought on Shannon Doa Davis of Adventure Nannies, who has just endless amounts of talent and capabilities that I have not even seen the reaches of yet. Right. She brought on Sue Downey of Nanny Palooza, who's highly respected in our community and who runs, you know, a great nanny conference every year um, and just has, has a hand in lots of areas and, and lots of groups. And then we brought on Laura Chandra um, of Boston Nanny Center, who has a really great financial background and who's able to uh, be our, our treasurer right now, our finance person right now, uh, and just also just has a great heart for, for people and for education and for nannies. That's wonderful. Yes. And so that team then um, talk, talked amongst yourselves to decide how it would all work, right? Yes, but we were so lucky that we had a team of pro bono nonprofit attorneys come and join us. So they're working for free right now, um, advising us on how to get official 501c3 nonprofit status because that, that takes a long time. And, and we know that nannies don't have a long time. So we are running Nanny Relief Fund as a nonprofit in hopes and planning on getting 501c3 status as soon as possible. And those attorneys are helping us. They're also helping us figure out within our application process what's legal to ask and how we can protect people's identities so we can help the most people from the most backgrounds. Um, and, and we have a couple of other advisors that have come onto our team, including Morgan Davis and Matt Lewis of Davis and Lewis um, have been a great help to us. But we also have Jim Geike, who uh, is the former general manager of Burt's Bees, which everyone is, knows about. Yeah. Uh, he, cur <laughs> he currently is a partner at One Better Ventures, um, which is an investment firm, an advisory firm. And we're just incredibly lucky to have his knowledge of, of, of big business, and, but big bus business that also cares about people because Burt's Bees is kind of one of those companies. Um, and we have several other advisors. Tyler Johnson uh, designed our, our logo and helped us with a lot of our design stuff. Um, Jeremy Chong um, has also been helping us. And we have, we have a team of people who have volunteered their time. Like no, one, no one's getting paid and no one probably will be paid for a while because we're, in, you know, we're just this tiny nonprofit. And, and I'm incredibly grateful for everyone who's donated hours and hours, realistically hundreds of hours at this point over the last month to, to, help, to help nannies in need, to help people that they don't know that they will never meet. Yeah, it's beautiful. incredibly in, inspiring that people are willing to give so much of themselves for, for, for this industry that you know, I love so much and I care about so much. Yeah, that is, that really, really is. So if nannies are, are listening and they um, are, are saying to themselves, you know, I am lucky enough to still have my job. Um, how can how can nannies help? Let's start with with nannies that do still have their jobs and and maybe do have a little bit of extra money right now to donate. How can they donate? 
Sure. So our website is nannyreliefund.org, and we have a Facebook page as well, Nanny Relief Fund, and an Instagram, and you can find links to everything through everything else. Yeah, um, and, and if, you can also see them down in the show notes. So if you just scroll down, whatever device you're listening, unless you're driving, and then wait until you get there. They'll be there for you, I promise. They're not going anywhere. If you just scroll down, they're down there, and you can just click, and you'll be taken directly there. Thanks so much for, yeah. for doing that for us. I appreciate it. So on our website, nannyreliefund.org, there's a button that says donate. And if you click it, um, it will take you to our donate page and it will tell you all the ways you can donate. But if you have a, a little bit of financial resources left, um, then there's a donate button and it will take you to our PayPal page, um, which is the main way that we are currently accepting donations is through PayPal right now. And it will just allow you to, to make whatever donation you want. Another tab on our website is called Our Supporters. And it has the names listed of everyone or every company that has donated, even if it's a dollar. So you, we recognize that for some people, a $10 donation is like another person's $1,000 donation. That for some people, $10 is a lot. And we honor those donations as much as we honor the big donations because we know that that for for nannies who are barely getting by to acknowledge the importance of this and to want to support their peers is incredibly beautiful it really is and anyone can donate right you don't it's it's not exclusively nannies right oh my goodness <laughs> anyone can donate anyone who believes in our cause um i've i've gone through some of our the, the list of supporters and seen some names that I didn't expect to be there. Um, some of them are our personal families or extended families or people that we've worked we have worked for in the past. Um, some are big payroll companies, um, and it's just incredibly inspiring to see all of the names that are there. Yeah. So yeah. definitely anyone, anyone can donate and I encourage anyone to donate if you have the resources to, whether you know a nanny or thought about being a nanny or liked the show The Nanny or your favorite movie is Mrs. Doubtfire, like any reason to donate is plenty fine with me. Um, we also have a couple of other ways to donate if PayPal. So in addition to PayPal, we also can take payment by Zelle, which a lot of people have been doing and is really lovely for us because there's no fees with Zelle, whereas we have to pay some fees with PayPal. Um, and you can get, I believe that information is also on our donate page. And if you want to send us an actual check, then there's a way to send us an actual check as well. I'm not going to say the address right, right. here live yeah. on the show, but we'll find um, it. <laughs> we can, it'll be either on the Nanny Relief Fund website, or if you message us through one of the social media pages, we'll get that address to you. Absolutely. Um, although it will soon be on the nannyreliefund.org website. I just, it's not on there quite yet. Uh, so there's lots of ways to donate um, depending on whatever your financial preferences. Awesome. And that, that is lovely and a, a great option for if, um, if you do have extra money right now, because I, I think a, a phenomenon that I've been seeing not only in the nanny world, but I think in a lot of different spheres is that right now, either people still have their jobs, they're working a lot and they might, they might not have the time to do more, but they, they do have a little bit of extra cash right now. or there people are out of work and have a lot of time but do not have the cash so um if if you are one of those people that has more time right now 
um, how can you donate time? <laughs> or if, sure, absolutely. if the budget is tight, are there, are there other ways to help um, that aren't necessarily just financial? Of course. Uh, so also we, we absolutely honor the fact that not everyone has financial capabilities to donate right now. But there are other ways to help us, like you said. And so on that donate page, we acknowledge that at the bottom of the donate page, you'll see a couple of forms that you can fill out. One is a volunteer interest form. And that's if you would like to volunteer with us. We, as a team of five right now, cannot go at this speed forever. People have businesses to run. Um, eventually, you know, people will get back to work into their offices and we will need a very large team of volunteers to help us anything from translation we'd love to get our materials out in different languages um, if you have experience with grant writing we would love to get a couple of grant writers on our team if you have management experience we're going to need someone to help manage our volunteers yeah. so there's a lot of places that you can volunteer your time with us and by filling out that form you'll get us um you'll start that communication process with us. There's also what's called a donor form. We hope eventually to have an auction. Um, it might be an online auction, depending on how long this goes on, uh, with, uh, as, a, as a fundraising mechanism for us. So if you know someone that can get us uh, an item that would go great at an auction, the example that I've used before is nannies are kind of famous adjacent and powerful adjacent. Uh, we often work for people who have lots of resources. And uh, if you can professionally and respectfully reach out to those resources that maybe you haven't considered reaching out to before because you haven't had a reason to. This is a great professional reason to reach out to those contacts and say, hey, former boss who's an NBA player, could you get us assigned basketball? Could you get us assigned jersey? You know, something that would take them very a very small amount of time, but that could benefit us a lot if we could auction it off for, you know, a lovely sum. <laughs> so, or it could be anything. It doesn't have to be something as, as grandiose as that. But if you have something you'd like to donate to us, um, an item or experience, then that donor form is where you could fill it out. But I think one of the ways that nannies have been helping us the most over the last week is the amount of sharing of our social media that has been done. Um, people have emailed former bosses and told us, told them about it. They have spread it on their own social media platforms. They have helped us spread the word in a way that we as just our team could never have done before. Uh, you know, every like on a Facebook page is important because it's going to help us, you know, get seen more. Every repost of one of our images will help us get seen more. And that is, has been also just, I use the word inspiring a lot, but it's been incredibly inspiring to see the amount of, of shares and reposts and people posting in their own little nanny groups for their own section of, of the country. Um, you know, it could be like Seattle nannies and people are reposting there and then, you know, they'll repost in Portland nannies. All these nannies aren't part of, you know, some of the bigger, larger groups and they might not see it on them. But if you can really hone in on on the nannies in your local community. And it's both for donation purposes, but also for help purposes. I live in Houston and there's a ton of nannies who are out of work right now who aren't part of the larger nanny community that, you know, by posting on our local page, someone might see it who needs help or someone might send it to their friend who's not even online and say, hey, check out, you know, this website, um, you know, come over, I'll help you fill the form out if English isn't your first language. 
anything that can help spread the word is important. Um, all it takes is one little repost. Yeah, it's so true. And when I am, I'm lucky enough to still be in the lives of a lot of, um, my nanny kids as they have grown up. And I talk to them all the time about social media is what you make it. And so, um, I think that this is a lovely way to help make it a better place and, and has real world, um, implications that are just so inspiring and lovely. And, um, and so if you are, are finding yourself <laughs> mindlessly scrolling, I think a lot of us are right now because our brains are overloaded, um, with so many different things. But if you're finding yourself mindlessly scrolling, sharing this information is a good way to add a little bit of good in, into your social media feed that might feel dark right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that this is a lovely way to add a little brightness. Yeah, thanks so much for that. It's definitely true. I, and I think a lot of under, other industries have these mechanisms already built in. Um, when restaurants started closing early, early in March, um, it was already, there were already funds that existed for restaurant workers and bartenders. And those funds have existed for years and had already had a chance to get built up. And this is just starting from the ground up just, just now. And so everything that that people can do to help us to spread this message of, of hope and positivity and that we're all in this together. Um, that, you know, one of our lines that we're using is we are the helpers, emphasis on we, like we, us, we are the helpers. And it comes from the, the Fred Rogers sort of famous saying of, you know, when there's a tragedy, when the news is bad, look for the helpers. And it comes from, from that, like we are the helpers. We are going to be the ones that pull each other out of this and help, you know, um, sort of save our industry and, and save each other. And yeah. maybe that seems a little grandiose, but that's really what I believe. Oh, I absolutely believe that too. I think that's really lovely. So if um, nannies are listening that, that do need the help, where, where can they go? How, how are they um, able to apply? Um, are there requirements for getting that aid? Sure. So um, on our website, nannyreliefund.org, the second tab is apply for relief. Uh, and right now, at this exact moment, on this exact date, uh, everything, uh, what you will do is you will fill out a short form. And that form is so you can be in our system to be notified as soon as the fund opens. Uh, so you'll get an email when the fund opens. Of course, it'll be all over our social media as well. Uh, the fund is, is, is not open yet. We needed to make sure that we had enough money and a, a solid enough process to make sure that this goes well and is right. easy for everyone. Um, we, it's funny because you don't think about things like we need a software system that can handle all the, this incoming information and that can process it for us. Um, so there's so many little details in the background that we have to get just right because we want this to go well. And right. for, for people who do get grants from us for it to be quick and we just want the process to be right. So we didn't want to do it wrong the first time, but be fast. We wanted to maybe extend it a week or so and, and get the process right. So, so it feels good for everyone. Yeah. There's also currently on our webpage, uh, on that apply for relief page, it says take the application survey. Anyone can fill this out, whether you plan to apply for, for relief or not. And that's just going to give us a bit more information about, about, 
the information that you have that you could give to us because we wanted to make this easy for everyone um, but we we needed to know how that could happen so uh, things that we're asking are things like would you be able to provide us with a W-2? Would you be able to provide us with some proof of income for the last six months? Would you be able to provide us with, um, show proof that you have financial distress due to COVID-19? So there are lots of um, ways that we're trying to figure out how to make this process fair and balanced for everyone so that that survey is going to help us do that. And we are actively today going through those results and making sure that our application process is in line with what people have to show us. Um, the application process is also heavily vetted by our team of attorneys because once again, being in accordance with federal law is extremely important to us as a brand new nonprofit. We wanna make sure that all of our T's are crossed and our I's are dotted. Um, so our team of lawyers is a approving that application process for us and making sure that that we're we're kosher with all of that um yeah. so yeah so there will be a, a an application process that was released soon we keep saying as soon as possible because again we just have to make sure everything on the back end with with the website and with legal and with a processing system is is good yeah and i i i know that you're saying you know it's taking longer i just i want everyone listening to just really recognize that in a month you've gone from <laughs> nothing to right. this whole organization that has sprung up in a month so i just um i know that we often are our most harsh critics and i just i want to say <laughs> that i'm looking at it and uh i want to reflect back to you that i recognize how much work you all are doing um oh thank you so much yeah and that it um, your desire to do it right is is balanced with the time um, and and trying to get it to people, but acknowledging that doing it wrong, like having to fix mistakes, is just going to make it take longer. So, right, rolling it out in a in a way that benefits everyone is important. Absolutely, and having people feel good about the nanny relief fund. I mean. This was built for nannies, and so we want nannies to have some ownership of it and to be proud of it. And we feel like, you know, having it go smoothly and be a positive experience is going to allow people to have more pride in in what's already theirs. This fund is is theirs, is ours. Um, so that's that was just important for us for, to be, for it to be a bit of a feel good experience. Whether you need money or are giving money or none of the above, uh, we hope that it is a feel when you see our images and when you come across our webpage that it's inspiring. That it's a place to to have a pause and a breath and say, you know, there's good in the world and we're we're helping each other and our industry matters and our industry doesn't just help small children every day and families. We help each other. So that was, that's a really important kind of core value for us is that um, it feels good when people interact with, with Nanny Relief Fund. Yeah, that's, that is really important. Um, and, and I certainly um, am brought joy every time when I am doing that mindless scroll. It really helps. When I see the Nanny Relief Fund logo, I'm just like, ah, good in the world. Yes, hope is that, on the way. 
Yeah, help is on the way. We are the helpers. That balanced with cute animal pictures. And I, <laughs> my whole, my whole world is just a little brighter for a little while. Definitely. <laughs> now is the time to clean up your social media pages and make them positive and bright and what you want them to be and not, you know, not a, a game of comparison. Now is the time to really, if you, if you are at home to go on that social media stuff and, and retweet what you want your, your existence to show. And, and yeah, so yeah. I definitely agree with you. Yeah, it really is. It's a, it's a tool. Um, and I had an acting teacher that would always say about tools of anything. He was like, make sure that you're using it and it's not using you. Um, Smart. And I was like, yes, thank you. Yes. Thank you, Jed Diamond. I will put that in my pocket. Um, uh, wonderful. Well, just as a reminder, um, if you are listening and uh, really any angle, really from any angle that you are listening or coming to the Nanny Relief Fund, um, with the desire to donate time or money or, you know, volunteer or the need for help. Um, please go visit the nanny relief fund. Um, the website is down in the show notes. I pointed, well, you can't see it. <laughs> uh, but the, the website is down in the show notes, please click on it. And also if you are in that place of, I don't have extra cash. I don't have extra time. I'm, I'm surviving right now. I still would encourage you to go visit the website because I do think that even if you don't need help, but also can't contribute, that is valuable as well for you to just be in that community <laughs> of helpers and, um, and visiting the website and just poking around on it makes me feel better. So absolutely. I think we, especially as a, as a team behind the scenes, sometimes we'll encourage each other just to go to the page that's called our supporters mm -hmm. and just look through the names and the agencies and the education companies and the payroll companies who believe in this idea and really on the first day, you just had to believe in the idea because it's, right. it's barely real. It's barely a real existence. It just started. So you had to believe in the idea and the amount of people that, that, that wanted to be a part of this um, is incredibly moving. And the, I keep thinking, you know, the, the nanny agencies, the nanny placement companies that, have, that believe in us and that are financially invested in us definitely deserve a shout out and a second look. And when you're looking for your next job, you know, if you go onto that Our Supporters page and you have an opportunity to work with one of those agencies, to me that says a lot about the kind of, about how those agencies perceive, perceive nannies. Um, and it's also just really inspiring to go and see your friends' names that you didn't even know. They didn't tell you that they were going to donate. They just made a, a donation of however much they could. So that's a really inspiring place if you just want to go and take a few minutes to kind of scroll through the Our Supporters page is just beautiful. And there's also a Partners page, which we're hoping to get full of corporate sponsorships as well. Wonderful. If you know a corporate sponsor, <laughs> yeah. send them our way. If you know uh, a, a team of people who are, uh, have, have money to give away, uh, then send them our way as well. Yeah, that's, that's also a really good point of... Um, if you're listening and, and you are kind of in that in-between space thinking about, well, who do I know? 
Um, and I, I loved what you said about how we're, we're power and wealth adjacent often, um, and fame adjacent often. Yes. So, yes. Um, who do I, who do I know that might be looking for a way to help um, right. right now? And, um, and then also keeping in mind that sharing is a way to help. So Absolutely. If, if you, if you are in that middle ground, um, that getting the word out is, is massively helpful. So visit the website, take a look around, um, and then, and then start, uh, spreading the word because that, that can be so powerful too. Absolutely. That's exactly what we need right now is, is more eyes, um, on the website and, and a few more dollars where we can and people to volunteer and people to spread the word. All of it is important and valuable. Yeah. yeah. Is, are there, is there anything else that you would like listeners to know? So one of the things that has been very important for our team to let everyone know is that we are going to collect as little personal information about people who apply as possible. Um, you do not need to have a social security number. Um, we are going to try to keep everything on secure servers and things will be password protected. Potentially we're going to have like case numbers instead of names attached to them. You don't have to ha give us, um, you know, a lot of personal information. Uh, we don't need to know everything about you. And, and so everyone is going to be encouraged to apply no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, as long as you have been a nanny and have been a working nanny and have been affected by COVID-19, then this fund is for you. We see all of you. We see the work that you do and how much energy and time and effort goes into helping raise the next generation of thinkers and doers and planners and believers. And everyone deserves to be recognized and everyone has a, a place here to apply for help, to apply for relief. Wonderful. That's, that's really important. Thank you for, for sharing that. Um, I really appreciate it. And, uh, and then we end each episode with a, a fun, cute story. Um, and, and I brought one <laughs> this week. Um, so I am in a nanny share, so I have two littles and, uh, right before, um, COVID-19, the worldwide pandemic happened. I, um, had taken both of them to the shed aquarium on different days. Uh, and so, and it was really special because I, I asked for memberships to museums for my birthday every year because I like going to them and also then I can use it in my job. And um, that's really smart. Yeah, really smart. it is. It's a, a good tip for anyone. Um, and then also when people come into town, uh, it's a great, thing to do is like, I can be like, we can go to the aquarium for free. Um, and so, and I love taking nanny, nanny kids to the aquarium because there's animals and it, it's different every time you go. And, um, and it's just a really lovely place to connect. I also like let the nanny kid kind of decide what we see, um, while we're there, because I, I like to know what they're, interested in um and we talk about it for weeks and weeks and weeks after so all this to say that aquariums became very important so the kids were trying to like play through some of their emotions and they would run to the back of the house and that was the aquarium and they would like pack up their backpacks get their water bottles and go to the aquarium and then they would get back there and be like oh aquarium's closed and uh and then they'd run to the front of the house and be like, oh no, the museum is closed. Um, and so 
I decided that uh, we should quote unquote open the aquarium. So we um, made fish and uh, I found some window clings that were fish themed and we put them up and we turned the back window into um, an aquarium and they were so proud and now they pack up their backpacks and they go visit the quote unquote aquarium and it's it's just been really lovely um, to see them get back a small victory. Oh, that sounds so cute. Yeah, children are really, uh, for the most part, adjusting so well to this new normal. I think adults, uh, we as adults can take a lot of cues from them, uh, but having those small victories and those small special moments definitely, I think, help the children. And, and we could take, you know, we could make room in our life for our own special moments and our own special feelings of normalcy where we can get them. Yeah, it's, it's really true. So, and, um, and it also, it made me feel better because I was like, yeah. And the dining table where we all eat lunch is back there too. So now we've been joking like, oh, we get to lunch by the aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> it's a field trip day. Yeah, and sometimes I'll move the fish while they nap. Um, so that Smart. Like, so thank they, you. Yeah. <laughs> so they feel like they're swimming around or that they, they come in and just tell me what's different. And I'm like, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, no, but okay. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's been, it's been a, a – a point of joy in our life this week. So thought I would share it, but, um, thank you, Rachel, so, so much for taking time, um, to, to talk to us about this. I really, really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. And you are doing your part by helping spread this word to more people. So we absolutely appreciate you for having me on and for spreading the word about Nanny Relief Fund and uh, I'm I'm so glad that I could be here with you, and uh, I hope you stay safe, and I hope all the listeners stay safe and um, find find some comfort in in this crazy time. Yeah, thanks, and and me too. That is my wish for everyone listening: is um, stay safe and and be extra gentle with yourself and those around you right now. We're all um, really struggling. This is a lot to. Uh, to wrap our brains around. So just be, give yourself grace, be gentle with yourselves. Um, you're doing a great job. Absolutely. Yep. And Everyone take care of themselves. Yeah. And, um, and thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll, we'll see you in a couple weeks. I think time has stopped having meaning, so I don't know when the next episode will be up, but <laughs> see you soon. <laughs> All right. Bye. Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.